recording now. All right. Patriot Games. So, I... Uh, go ahead. Oh, wait, no, no. That's it. That's the, that's the, that's the gist of my, uh, my Irish accent. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't think so. You, you love doing accents, so... Um, I mean, your Dragonheart appearance is infamous on this Legendary. You just don't remember it. You were there. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back into the files and j- double-check this. <laughs> Need those numbers up. So uh, we are finally in June. I misspoke on our Lethal Weapon episode. This is June 5th, 1992. Patriot Games opened number one, $18.5 million. So we were 10 years sure. old. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. Nine. We're nine, Jared. Jeez, nine! Shit! Come. And you were eight. What are you talking about? Hi, Ro. Age check-in. Mm, probably like 15, 14. Yeah, you're talking about yourself like you're a grown man at that point, just because you touched an asshole. <laughs> no, I said I had a beard and a mustache. I was just a very hairy child. This won't be like anything you've ever done before, little brother. Target leaving the palace now. Listen. From the producer of The Hunt for Red October. Get down! Based on the best-selling novel, comes the summer's most explosive motion picture. Hoodie. So, you just waited on in like John Wayne. I couldn't just stand there and watch him shoot those people. It was rage. Pure rage. A reluctant soldier. They were moving him to Albany Prison on the Isle of Wight when it happened. We are on our. We know he's escaped. We think he's left the country. In a war that isn't his. What Ryan done can't be undone, so you should stop thinking about it. I can't. There's never been a terrorist attack on American soil, Jack. These men are professionals. Personal revenge rarely plays into it. But I killed his brother. A man fighting for everything he holds dear. Where's Sally? Let's, uh, let's sit down for a moment. No, talk to me. For justice. I'm after the man who tried to kill my family. I want back in. Who are we looking for here? IRA terrorists or some ultra-violent faction of the IRA? This is who we should be looking for. We find her. We'll find them. For freedom. Where are you taking me? It's you who've taken us, Jack, into battle. ETA, 35 seconds. SAS could take on any one of these camps. Are you sure this is the same girl? For family. He's never going to let us go, is he? I don't care what you have to do. You just get it. For keeps. Where's Sean Miller? Get me hostage rescue at Quantico now. Airborne support approaching target area. Patriot Games. My son's had a mustache. It's about seven. So uh, this one I do have fond memories of uh, as far as a VHS rental. Uh, I will admit up front that... um, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen... I think I've seen The Hunt for Red October, but I don't have any memories Ooh, of it. You're missing yeah, out. I'm a, well, I'm a Harrison Ford as Jack Ryan guy because I've seen Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger uh, many times, and those are the two that I go back and revisit. No offense to uh, Ben Affleck or Chris Pine? Pine. 
Yep. That took it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those didn't. Uh, uh, um, what's his name? Do it too. Um, a quiet place. The, yeah. The uh, the Amazon series. Yes. Uh, my wife has wanted to watch that, and uh, you know how I feel about TV. I just I don't know. Nah, like, me neither. Especially spectacle. If it's just an action hero thing, I don't want to see the TV version of it, like MacGyver or something. But uh, this is one I actually watched. Um, last year or maybe you know 2020 like during covid times just for pleasure not even for a podcast so that's my ultimate sign of respect for this one and as the ultimate insult to lethal weapon 3 which i couldn't be bothered to finish even though i've not seen it since i was nine years old jared um <laughs> this one i gleefully watched again even though it was very fresh on the mind and uh i have a feeling that uh, hyro is going to be very pleased with this i feel like hyro sees himself as a as a modern Jack Ryan, not Chris Pine, but more in the Harrison Ford. I'd say probably more the Alec Baldwin as how I see Hyro. Hyro oh, no. Ryan? Oh, no, no, no. I see myself as the Admiral. Admiral Greer. James Earl Jones character here. Really? Yes. Out there calling the shots. You know, moving the chess pieces. The real talent This here. homeowner's association will quake before my... <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there in my best Darth Vader voice. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you say that, but it's for like the Palpatine-like role, there's this like great sense of benevolence with him. Like they really make <laughs> a man that's going to order people to die halfway across the globe feel like your uh, kindly grandfather who comes in to be like, you know, did you get in a little bit of trouble again, Harrison? I can I can help you out. I'll, he I'll doesn't, put a band aid on your skin. <laughs> he doesn't get excited about anything. I guess that's no. the type of calmness that you want in someone in that type of role, but it's always like. I could have these people killed in two minutes. You have to confirm it for me. Like we're talking about a dozen human lives. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite scene. Like this is a this is like uh, sort of a classic early '90s thriller. And I'm not I'm not uh, disputing the the action scenes as being uh, less than. But I, I love the sequence of them just sitting around like a fucking conference table, and Harrison Ford is just you know he's just dying inside because it's like with this grainy fucking footage i you know you know he can see tits from a satellite in the sky i love that and he seems to revel in that bit but he doesn't know for sure if this is the uh fake redhead they've been chasing across the globe uh, which i appreciate hyro is putting his zoom background there <laughs> and harrison ford knows it's like i you know how the fuck would, can we be sure about this? <laughs> and James Earl Jones, Hyro, I guess, in real <laughs> life, is like, eh, when can you ever really be sure about anything? Let's <laughs> let's let's <laughs> send in the, 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 the bombs. Let's send in the people and, and kill the whole camp. It's fine. If you're you know? in a camp in Tunisia or the Sudan, you know... <laughs> white woman. <laughs> sir, in a military be, camp. <laughs> in a military camp, circa 92, <laughs> whatever it is. You're saying um, this pasty redhead was asking for it based on the, the locale. Look, the odds are pretty high. There are shenanigans afoot. It's enough for the U.S. military to make a move. <laughs> what do you say, Brian? 60-40? 70-30? What do you think here? I loved it. I, I mean, I, I'm not disputing trigger. it, Hyro. <laughs> yeah, not disputing it. Um, What did you all think of uh, Bormir? Here is the big bad. I was lamenting in Lethal Weapon. I'm like, who is the villain? Like, you know, now we're in. Who the who the fuck's the big bad? This one's pretty clear early on that uh, his uh, <laughs> Patty Boy or whatever fucking I don't know. You know, Americans doing any sort of look at uh, Irish culture, it's probably going to be uh, a joke, as you've heard by now in our Doctor White Claw episode of Far and Away. <laughs> um, but White yeah. Claw. 
I have to give credit to Jared. I don't think Jared said that on the record, but off the record, that's how he's referred to uh, our guests. So I think I like it has to stick now. <laughs> it was either that or Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> no, Dr. Whitecloth's pretty good. Especially now that uh, I find out that there's Game of Thrones afoot. Uh, <laughs> I'm out there. It's really a squash little finger. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Boromir here is the big bad. Um, I think I remember being more terrified of him as a kid uh, here. And I don't know if that's like the filmography that came later where he's usually, he's usually the guy that's getting punked out either, either in Lord of the Rings or mm. Game of Thrones. Um, I'll have to admit that I'm sort of, you know, as a man with no culture, um, I've never been someone whose family is like, oh, we come from this place, this place, you know, centuries down the line. That's just never, never been my family's concern. Um, Jared and I know at least one individual that really revels in the, I guess, Irish culture that mm-hmm. uh, he has no experience with <laughs> firsthand. Oh God, sure. this is a good story. Who is this? Do I know this person? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Who you wrote per- in a, uh, Potential car bomb with him at one point. <laughs> was he driving the vehicle? He was driving the car bomb, yes. Okay, got it. I will not slander that man. He did the Lord's work that night. I will. Um, so uh, <laughs> his last name is Connor, and I can never tell if he... Uh, he's always told us that, you know, if you go further enough back that, that down the line that it was O'Connor mm-hmm. and that there was some sort of mistake, uh, you know, the birth certificate... I don't know if he's lying about that, uh, or if he's not. Maybe you know his great great grandfather had deep shame about their Irish heritage, and's like, "Ah, eh, just get rid of that. We're gonna go with a more American." So name. we should just roll a fucking potato in the room with him and see what he did with it. <laughs> Test his lineage. <laughs> now, Jared, here I am. He's trying to drink it. <laughs> We're no better than the filmmakers behind Patriot Games, where it's like. Yeah, I guess you're you're saying these people really care about their Irish heritage, but I feel like, especially in the 90s, there was a lot of IRA movies. There was one with Brad Pitt and Harrison Ford that came out in the late 90s. Well, where yeah. Brad Pitt was it an way more topical well. then, I guess, you know. <laughs> Have you guys seen <laughs> The Foreigner? It's not. It's a couple years old with Jackie it's Chan. Tyro. We did a podcast on it. Ah, you come on now. Actually, on the Lethal Weapon episode, what did you, you asked if I'd seen a movie, and then I caught myself. I'm like, I think I recorded one with you. Like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> we, have these, we have conversations on the record. That's actually a really good movie uh, by one of the best yeah. directors of the James Bond series, Martin yeah. Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was really good, but I, that had like a, you know, obviously had the IRA tie to it. But what I caught there was that, in because I, I watched The Foreigner also the same way I watched The Patriot Games for pleasure, you know, every now and then when it's on streaming. And I noticed that they had like the, the lady agent or, you know, out there using her uh, her sexual tools as a device. But in the foreigner, you know, in this one, obviously, the actress. The honeypot. <laughs> yeah, she smokes the dude like right away. Whereas the other one shows us the disdain that she has to go through, you know, of having. Mm. She's the one that has to sleep with people. Are you, are you saying that's a uh, demerit here for uh, Patriot Games that she doesn't go through with it? Because, I mean, it is more practical. She just kind of shows herself in lingerie and a red wig and then. Enough's enough. It's time to... The other one has the dedication and the craft. Yeah, whip them out for Ireland. <laughs> Couldn't, even make, Couldn't even make it through. <laughs> I know Mr. O'Connor would uh, be pleased. I think he'd be fine with it. You know, I don't, I don't know. Um, 
Jared, your experience mm-hmm. with this. Apparently, me and Hyrule just watch this uh, just for fun often. So, have you seen this before or no? Yeah, I'd seen it before. I assumed. I, well, I know with you, you like really, really cut and dry. Like, here's point A, here's point B, here's point mm-hmm. C. Uh, very Don't tactical, very mm-hmm. tactical, no fluff type of movie. And I assumed with Hyrule being military background that he would love this movie as well. Uh, I don't think I liked it as much as you guys did, as well as didn't hate Lethal Weapon 3 as much as you guys did. Mm. But, I mean, I'm not saying... Irish. Is that what you're saying? That's what Mm. he's saying. I mean, we've spent 25 years around one. (laughs) There's only so much tolerance. Yeah, fake Irish at that. (laughs) Fucking House of Pain Irish. (laughs) House of Pain. There you go, Hyro. Some hip-hop for you. Yeah, juice! Jesus. Yeah, straight from the Mrs. Doubtfire soundtrack. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, the monsters. Absolute monsters. But no, I mean, it's it's that same thing of... It's not bad at all. I mean, it's just... I, I don't know. There's, there's something about it where there's a lot of lulls. I, I appreciate them mm. fleshing out all of the IRA shit on the other side, but at a certain point, it's like, that's not really like crazy relevant like sean sean's what we're what ends up being the big bad i mean he's i guess you got to flesh it out some oh, so you, you don't like uh you know the middle management saying like uh <laughs> we let you travel across the globe to run his wife off the road and child <laughs> but after that, that you get that's it that's all you get you had one shot to, to maim this man's <laughs> they're child. really willing to go an extra mile to give this dude so many extra chances all right Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's fine. I liked it. I don't, I like. I mean, some of the lulls. I mean, would you consider like Harrison Ford getting to talk shit to the the old like I guess the public face of the IRA? I think it's Richard Harris with the. It is know. in the bar where he's got that little stupid little doll. Much better hair than Mel Gibson and, and Lethal Weapon. Oh, Love of it. course. The, yeah, like that's um, old man where it's like receded well, back the long Gandalf hair. Love it. You you One you day. made. Uh, Threats, attempts on a man's wife and child. So I mean, that's really like all bets are off. Well, like you're also in America, and he's got Sam Jackson standing behind him. So you know, Harrison Ford is definitely feeling himself a little bit there. <laughs> wait, 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 big boy. I, what does Sam Jackson have to do with the bravery or you know perceived stones of Harrison Ford in that scene? Explain. I mean, he's. Uh, I know you're you're trying to play the race card here. But oh no, I no, no. That, <laughs> I mean, like. He's a string bean. He's a, like a little dude. I mean, oh, he's not no. exactly like Debo showing up. I think Sam Jackson. I don't Compared know. Compared to I the mean, Irish, he probably is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think of his film persona where he's like, God, like his like probably weakest role as far as where he's not playing a badass. It's probably like Die Hard with a Vengeance, like where mm. he's he's supposed to be. Uh, the the I guess the the normal guy compared to crazy John McClane, but even then the he's a pretty name. intimidating dude. Yeah, he throws some he sass has- around, but he's not like he's not going to help you in a bar fight. So you're going just with pure physicality as opposed to there's I'm- nothing that is intimidating about this man except for I guess God, you're going to throw the for, you're going to throw the, the 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 color of his skin. My goodness, Would what are we doing on this Pulp podcast? Fiction? He gives the, he gives the big Ezekiel speech, and, you're, and so you're the guy eating the fucking cheeseburger and you're like yeah i don't know you look like you're about a 165 pounds go fuck yourself like i look i love pulp fiction it's a perfect movie you may have improved it with hyro he took my cheeseburger 
He's <laughs> just throwing stuff. No, in Pulp Fiction, he's got a hand cannon that he's he's blazing out, and he's a perceived reputation that he's bringing with him that he's a killer. Well, I thought you would actually see it from the side of he's got the the might of the military industrial complex behind him. I mean, he's carrying the weight of you're on our soil. Uh, yeah, we'll fuck you up uh, as much as we want to. As soon as Harrison Ford can identify this woman's breasts from a satellite <laughs> photo, we're going to give him whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. There is a little bit of a, like with most most great action movies, there is this sort of uh, fantasy that uh, you know when your family is wronged, that you have everything at your disposal to track them down. Yeah, Will Smith. It's interesting that in this case, <laughs> like Jared, we were making fun of the IRA for letting mm. letting Ned Stark uh, go and run people <laughs> off the road, but the American government here is basically doing the same thing. Oh yeah, with Harrison Ford. Yeah. Uh, you know, tit for tat. I love it. It's great. <laughs> and they don't ever like since, just go ahead go ahead and i was gonna say just a small aside like ever since i watched zero dark 30 with mike i knew his opinion on all of these mm. like uh tactical type movies like <laughs> i i see i don't the, the the stuff that i really like about this is the the problem solving sort of the work behind it all i like the mechanics of the the ira politics and all that bullshit i like that stuff i also appreciate that they didn't just launch cruise missiles or something they sent in like okay you wrong this dude's family Send in the special forces. Wipe them out hmm. painfully. What do you think of the uh, the the climax, the third act, where it's like just becomes this home invasion thing under you know cover of darkness and home alone shenanigans? It get, for me, it gets a little silly. Um, okay, yeah, that's what I was. That's kind of it gets a little silly. Has to at a certain yeah. point, but they're at least they do the good job of putting like a real target there, which is the uh, the the prince or whatever the hell he is, the the member of the royal family. At least they they. They make it that it would be, they would expend that amount of resources and that amount of like planning for someone of that stature. Still a little silly that you would allow the the target of a assassination attempt to go on foreign soil. Uh, yeah, my wife and child have been a- attacked, mm-hmm. um, and the reason is because I saved you know Prince William's life or whoever mm-hmm. the fuck. Just bring him over for a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> let's just, we got let's good security over here, place. baby. <laughs> Yeah, they got Lord we Holmes got, we, over there. We got Sam Jackson, who Hiro has no respect for as a man at all. <laughs> uh, this awaits, punk. He would have fallen down at that slap. You know, I mean, obviously, if you choose podcasting as a hobby and you put yourself on audio record, it's going to be easy to throw things back in someone's face. So this, I just feel like the roles have been reversed here, where I could not wrap my head around, you know, 120-pound Tupac uh, menacing his <laughs> friends. <laughs> and here you are applying the same metrics to Sam right. Jackson. I still feel like Sam Jackson towers over Tupac in real life. Uh, they were both in juice, by the way. Remember, Especially he's now. he's the uh, oh boy. He, if you don't, if you recall, <laughs> Sam Jackson was in juice, and you see them standing next to each other. There's there's a considerable size difference. Sam Jackson mm-hmm. is six foot two. That might as well be like six eight in Hollywood terms. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they're all like 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, Thank you, Jared. I feel like the, the argument, you know, I, I was in the point that I'm like, ah, sometimes we're right, sometimes we're wrong. No, I, I was right the entire time on this one. I wrote this as, no respect. As usual, Chuck from work will say he just hates the black man so much. That I love him. A, a renowned, like, actual, like character trait of being a bad motherfucker and, and, and oh, Hyro's no, no. like is Calm Sam down. Jackson really that intimidating I don't know about that 
You kind are boy you to are me. putting it right on the on. <laughs> see, I should be the one defending it. I should be the one in the right here because you clearly pulled the race card and tried to say that this <laughs> that everybody in that bar should be afraid of this man. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody, white people. Yeah, exactly. Oh, then Jared oh, me lucky. The Irish card, and I think he's right. I think I think Jared's siding with me, but Jared's he's delving further into the O'Connor culture. Where yeah, Sam Jackson. Hide me horseshoes. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Finally, if Sam Jackson's character was the lead in Far and Away, does fucking Greg from Dharma and Greg burn his house down? <laughs> No, no, they don't. I feel there might be some repercussions here. (laughs) (laughs) Imagining. We'll we'll come back next month. Maybe we'll turn around. You know what? Some of us deserve a fourth chance to pay our rent. (laughs) Is that playing the race card, Hyro? Or is that just being practical? I'm walking away. I'm walking away from that because now you're applying late rent. I love the direction the Patriot Games has gone. It's never a good sign for a listener if you have, you know, the majority of the hosts here. Mm. Two of us said, "I love this movie. I've seen it multiple yeah. times," which means I have nothing else to add to it. Other, than, <laughs> let's go into discussion on race relations between black culture and the IRA, which we know nothing <laughs> about, by the way, other than what we learned from Patriot <laughs> Games and the foreigner. Really, just to look inside your own <laughs> mental makeup. <laughs> That guy enters a bar. Oh, God! <laughs> now, Jared, as I've said, I brought up Tupac Shakur, who I said would not be intimidating. So that's not true. If they're, you know, if he's a sprightly Tupac. fellow, Tupac. I don't take notice of him. Is it Pride Month? surprising <laughs> we have any listeners at all. Um, Oh God! <clears throat> yes. Anything else, gentlemen? I love this movie. What else do you want from me? I really like Patriot Games for its inside look at the CIA, or enough of an inside look that I thought it was an inside <laughs> look. Uh, and there's a great scene, for example, where we see a live satellite transmission of a military battle by some CIA troops. Soldiers adds dots on a monitor, a TV monitor, that is exciting and quietly chilling. That's Patriot Games at its best. It is, and uh, there was only one question I had about that scene, which is if all of those people were killed when we were watching them on satellite, how come they're still alive later on in the movie? Apparently they had the wrong camp out there in the desert, but that is never explained in the dialogue. Uh, I liked the high-tech stuff. That's what I expect from Tom Clancy. What I didn't like is the fact that the movie ends with a bunch of people creeping around in a basement, followed by a speedboat chase Mm -hmm. in a dark and stormy night with thunder and lightning, and one of the speedboats is on fire and about to explode. And I thought a scene like that, with Harrison Ford in the boat, it looked like it was a scene from Indiana Jones. I felt that this movie betrayed its Tom Clancy origins to turn itself into kind of a routine and disappointing thriller. But only at the end. And I think that, that those, that's what I'm saying about the drama petering out because it became routine when it was very special. But it's very special for a long time. And then there's the question of Ford. Uh, and I think it is a really strong performance. And then a couple other things. Here is an Irish-American character, Jack mm-hmm. Ryan, mm-hmm. fighting in Ireland. And I think the film is sophisticated enough to give us some of the twists in his heart about what's going on no, over I didn't there. Get th- there wasn't a single twist in Jack Ryan's heart. There is some sophistication about the different factions of the IRA, but Jack Ryan never thought I, as an Irishman in no, this film. No, no, no. I think where you see it is in the shot 
of his house, and it looks like it could be on the Irish coast. Well, I think I, that's a, okay, that's you know a real estate to. point that doesn't no, have much to do with drama. It's in the I movie, was disappointed I in the film because I thought it let Tom Clancy down. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why we need bad movies. It's so Chris Farley show all over again. I like it. Did you like it? I loved it. <laughs> um, well, okay. So uh, here's one thing I just thought of. I brought up Alec Baldwin's start because I said Hyro was more of a Baldwin, uh, Jack Ryan, which he he took offense to, of course. <laughs> shoot um, his coworker, sure. <laughs> yeah, shoot his coworker. I was going more for the parenting, probably. Oh, I assume okay. that Hyro leaves. Is that the fat little pig thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, you seem to really enjoy that, so I, I expect a future voicemail to one of your children, uh, unfortunately. Um, I'm a man. Do I do it think... to their face. <laughs> I let that hang in the edit. As they put what you in a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, you know, mm. that is, uh, you know, I, I make fun of your, uh, you know, senile ways, Hiro. Uh, at least there will be enough like audio recordings of you when you had some of your wits about you. Do you ever think about that? that there's going to be enough of your documented youth talking about movies that youth is a, years? a very loose term. I guess it's relative, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um. I'm saying if you get to about, you know, 75, if you get to the James Earl Jones days and you're, you know, basking in your retirement, are you going to pull up these episodes when you hated, uh, when you said black men, uh, are not masculine enough for you. Oh no! See, look at that. This is... <laughs> My only wish is that you listen to them and you don't know it's you, <laughs> and you start arguing. That's with now, yourself. dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, look at this great podcast I found. <laughs> Do you think that Alec Baldwin in this role? Would we have the same sympathy for him as we do Harrison Ford, who's like bona fide, like movie star, matinee idol, Han Solo? Uh, Indiana mm. Jones, or is it, you know, I, I just don't know how that would play. Cause Alec Baldwin for all of his, I guess, gifts as an actor, um, he's never been the most sympathetic. Usually he's playing some form of douchebag. So I just don't know if it, it plays completely different if he continues on with the Jack Ryan series, not saying we want, you know, American family to be executed by this, this rogue, uh, wing of the IRA, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know if this, this series really continues on if, uh, if he, if he stays with the role. That's an interesting point. I think like the better looking you are, the the more notoriety you have, the oh. more leeway you're given in society. Hot or not territory with the Jack. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. If he was, if he was, I mean, if Clint Howard is fucking in, extreme. Jesus, what if Sam Jackson truly. is our Jack Ryan? Question for you, Michael. Uh, I, I love. Okay, I, I was about to go there. I was going to say. So if Clint Howard is the thrown in jail, role, where he's the, the head of the American wing of the IRA, I would posit that Sam Jackson still couldn't intimidate Clint Howard. Like, hey, no fucking way! I bound down to that man. No way. Um. Yeah, Clint Howard. I don't know, man. The guy's a fucking space alien. Uh, yeah. It's hard. Hard to deal with him. I, uh, of course, Jared. I put Ben Affleck mm. as number one. If we're just of going course. on looks, looks that beef, for Jack Ryan. Uh-huh. yeah, over Krasinski. Uh, uh, yes, Harrison Ford number two. Um, oh, just looks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, wait, Discounting... you Krasinski number one? That's odd. No, I, I just I, I always took you for a Krasinski type of guy. That's my wife. Unfortunately, she would. Yeah, this this conversation would be over. Um, well, Chris Pine's a pretty man. I think I have Pine last, I think. Really? I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't, but, you know, the thing is, I don't really like young, uh, skinny, handsome Alec Baldwin. I like when he starts getting a little overweight and haggard and the, the drinking has set in. You know, the <laughs> leaving messages on his kid's machine, that sort of thing. The, the Heaven's Prisoner Shooting people. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. So I, I don't think Alec Baldwin had aged into the Jack Ryan I wanted him to be yet. You want, like, Fair it's enough. complicated Jack Ryan? Yes. Yeah. Harry and fucking Meryl Streep. And does he make <laughs> reference to her giant bush in that as well? Oh, uh, God. You Was it her bush? Yeah. You remember Hyro. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't <barely> remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Just oh, cut I it right there on Jared's snort. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine you and uh, the retirement community. And the only thing you remember of your... Your podcasting days is Meryl Streep's giant bush. When I, I remember, remember pubic hair. <laughs> and ass hair, don't forget. <laughs> and ass hair. All right, that's a wrap on that one. <laughs> Solid episode. I think they've both been pretty good. The scotch on the rocks. Please, any scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course, uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm drums on. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Something about it wasn't so dumb, and FYI, I'd like that you stop getting bikini waxes. You've gone native.